anytime you expand yourself, your own horizons, your own depth, you automatically obligate your spouse to, in one way or another, react to that. This week on the Hitch Podcast, variety is the spice of marriage. And we're not talking about crazy jumps out of an airplane on a date night. Dr. Noelle Nelson explains. Stay tuned. You've heard me talk about the Hitched Wine Club before. Well, it just got better. We have now launched with our partner, Touring and Tasting, a wine country getaway concierge service for free. So what that means is we can help plan your itinerary, uh, help set up accommodations with recommendations and finding the best rates for you, uh, give you access to wineries that are not open to the general public, uh, complimentary wine tastings, private tours, and more. Even better yet, you don't even have to be a wine club member. But if you want to find out more information, click the Wine Club link on the Hitched homepage. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am joined with uh, our always favorite um, and regular Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, So we are going to talk today about variety is the spice of marriage, and when I first saw this, um, that you wanted to talk about this today, Noel, uh, I, I, I thought, you know, maybe I should remind you that we have quite a few sexperts, uh, that contribute to the podcast regularly. Um, but I get the feeling that you don't have sex on the brain with this topic. <laughs> no, I don't. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> no, you, uh, you guys have really good sexperts at, at Hitch Mag, and I'm perfectly content to leave that topic to them. Okay, so what uh, variety uh, are we talking about? New hobbies, new interests? Well, new hobbies and new interests are always nice, that's for sure. But that is not what I mean. It's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about you, meaning you, the individual within the marriage, changing it up and expanding yourself. Okay, let me give an example because otherwise none of this makes sense, right? Okay. Let's say, let's say, Steve, that you are usually the one of the two of you to make plans for the weekend, okay? So announce to your beloved that you would like to release that task for a while, and you'll be happy to go along with whatever your mate plans, or you'll be happy to be, you know, spontaneous about it and and just let the weekend evolve however it it wants. No pressure on anybody. Mm -hmm. Now, This is going to feel really weird for a while, especially if you're a control freak or even anything close to a control whatever. And you may have trouble relinquishing the oh-so-beloved control of your weekend activities. You may find spontaneity disconcerting. But that is not the point. The point is you're deliberately stepping outside of your usual couple routine. Okay. So, so what's the, the benefit then of stepping out of, outside of that usual couple routine? Variety. It really is true that variety is the spice of life and the spice of pretty much anything. If you never shake your marriage up on purpose, mm-hmm. your marriage can get stale. I mean, sure, okay, you, you may love each other as much as ever. 
But the excitement, the pizzazz, the, ooh, I just love being with you, that thing may go out of your marriage. Or one or the other of you may be tempted to see what's going on over there. You know, the grass is greener phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, the thing is, biologically speaking, we all need stimulation. Just as as beings, as organisms, Mm -hmm. we need, in order to thrive, some level of excitement or enthusiasm for something. It almost doesn't matter what. And that's why, sad fact, Steve, that an awful lot of people pass away soon after retirement because they haven't created something to give them even the minimal level of excitement or stimulation that they were getting from their job. It's irrelevant whether they loved or hated their job. Statistics show that, quite frankly, if you don't keep that excitement going, you die. And with marriage, it is no different. If you don't keep the, the, the newness, the freshness, the excitement going in your marriage to some degree, right? Mm-hmm. Then the, the, the fun, if you will, of the marriage can die. Yeah, I mean, I mean, studies have shown that new experiences are vitally important to uh, happy, healthy couples. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we don't always stop to think of, well, why is that so? And does it mean that um, I need to, we need to go out and learn how to bungee jump? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It's really, the, the point I'm trying to make here is it, it has more to do with looking at yourself and saying, okay, all right, I'm always the one to plan the meals. Or mm-hmm. Steve, you shared with me that you're most often the one who cooks. Yep. And so think of how it would shake things up. <laughs> Maybe not in a good way. Who knows? But if you said to uh, to your wife Jessica, you know what? I think I'm going to take a couple of weeks off cooking detail, and just enjoy whatever you come up with. I don't care if you order in. I don't care if you cook from scratch. I, 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 doesn't matter what you want to do. Oh, beloved wife of mine, it's let's let's shake it up. Well, and you- that's. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say, you know what? You, one of the things I actually do um, do to keep things the, the variety going is I subscribe to a whole bunch of food magazines, food publications, and mm-hmm. uh, I let her go through and just kind of pick and choose some of the meals that she wants me to cook. So I'm constantly cooking, you know, new dishes, things outside of my comfort zone, rather than like, oh, it's Friday pizza night. You know, we we are right, constantly right. trying new things, and she's she's <laughs> she's a very good guinea pig because she's a, a very adventurous uh, a taster of my food. Um, and you know, sometimes it doesn't always pan out. So I always make sure that I have some sort of like reserve that we can fall <laughs> back on because it's not they're not always hits. But here's the thing is I can even sense in your talking about it, Steve, that it lends a level of fun and playfulness and excitement to an area of life which let's face it, is awfully repetitive. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great that's a that's a great bonus. And the fact that you do it together. In other words, it's not just you doing all of it, meaning you're rooting through the magazines and you're selecting new stuff to cook. And that's variety also. But the engagement of the couple, in other words, the fact that you shift something, which automatically means she is going to shift something. That's where the excitement comes out of. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, when I saw this um topic um aside from thinking sex experts i was also, <laughs> i was also thinking how this relates back to the the courting phase and how when 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 we're dating um and hopefully our our spouse 
things were really exciting because they were new and you were and you were willing to give that new thing a shot because you were trying to you know just spend time with that person or get to know them a little bit better and so you know who cares if you've never been to a jazz club before you're willing to give it a shot um absolutely and and you know i i feel like once you get into that comfort zone of marriage sometimes couples forget like oh yeah we used to do new exciting things all the time and no wonder it was exciting because there was always something new going on and i was always learning something new and uh like you said earlier you were stepping out of that um usual couple routine mhm mhm um so so do you have some ideas of ways that couples can shake things up aside from flipping through food magazines <laughs> <laughs> yes of course i do and yeah. aside from you know again we're 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 staying away from the obvious which is the hobbies and the and the new interests uh outside interests and that kind of thing okay. which is great but today we have a slightly different focus so my my favorite way of shaking it up is to try out some ways of being yourself some ways of being okay. that are not your natural bent so for example i am naturally inclined to be rather a hermit in other words i love nothing better than to sit quietly in a room and read. I mean, I can do that for a ridiculous amount of time. Mm -hmm. But I have very deliberately made myself get out there in the world, for example, by attending a weekly improv class. Now, for a hermit, (laughs) there is nothing more terrifying than an improv class. And I have no intention of becoming an improv actor or anything like that. I just know that for myself just for myself. It's better to expand who I am than to be same old, same old. And what it's done, of course, in my relationships is opened up a piece of me that I now have to share, which is very different from my hermit self. Mm -hmm. And that's what brings the excitement. So stretching yourself is, is a great way of bringing something new to your marriage. So, I mean, when we're talking variety here, we're really just talking about, um, I mean, are, are, are we just talking about then personal growth? Because um, that, that seems like where we're heading here. Well, let's put it this way. It's personal growth with a twist. Okay. In other words, there are some personal growth things that you do which are already in your natural bent. For example, I'll take myself again. Yeah. Is as a, as a, a mostly hermit person who loves to read, personal growth for me involves an awful lot of reading in areas that are already interesting to me, like self-improvement and stuff like that, that I just mm-hmm. keep going further into. Now, that's not really very interesting <laughs> to anybody else. <laughs> at me, you know? I mean, I have a couple of girlfriends who find it interesting, but that's about it. No, I'm talking more personal growth, yes, but in a way of challenging your own routine. So that's why we go back to the the, um, you know, if you're the one that always plans date night, then give it up for Mm -hmm. a while and see what happens. And be willing to roll with like you said, you know, your, your wife is, is, is probably laughs when the guinea pig exp, uh, experience doesn't work out. Be willing to roll with the jazz club you thought just sucked or whatever it is. Do you see? Yeah. And that's where the, the – again, I'm going to use the word playfulness because I think that's what dies in so many marriages. And it doesn't have to. Is that lightness, that feeling of adventure, if you will, mm-hmm. which is the basis of a lot of excitement. I mean – Yes. 
I have more examples after that. Yes. I was just going to say, so this, these don't even have to be big things though. I mean, they could be really no. tiny. So could, for example, if you were um, a person who goes to these social engagements and, and you're typically a wallflower, uh, you know, kind of forcing yourself to engage in conversations or strike up conversations with uh, total strangers, that would be something we're talking about. Absolutely, because then what happens when you come home or even if your spouse is there and report back to your spouse and, gee, you know, it took me every ounce of courage I have to go speak to that strange woman. But you know what? She's really interesting, this, that, and the other. And now you've shared something new. Mm -hmm. And it's that, that, it's the sharing of the thing that brings the couple closer together. And maybe your spouse say, I never knew that about you, (laughs) you know, whatever. See, I can... Oh, I'm sorry. It's I was... interesting you brought that up because one of my, my next examples was if you're the quiet one, speak up. <laughs> Deliberately look for things to talk about and open your mouth. Now I can I, I'm 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 gonna play devil's advocate really quick here. Yes. And I'm I'm sure there's some listeners out there thinking to themselves, but you know, the I I I love the hermit. I married the hermit. I don't want this outspoken individual. Um you know, this is not the person I married. Uh, what say you to that argument? What I say to that argument is it's highly unlikely your hermit, and this I speak from experience, is going to manage to become a flailing extrovert. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. just not because it's too far away from their nature. But there's another point to this, which is let's say that, that uh, taking your food example, all right? Let's yeah. say that Jessica came up with half a dozen really hot, spicy recipes and your tummy is just not enjoying that, right? Uh-huh. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, honey, I love that we're exploring new stuff, but that particular thing you're exploring isn't working for me. Yeah. That's all. So if, you're, if your, you know, hermit um, beloved spouse is, is going so far out on the other end that you're like, ah, then it's like, you know, sweetheart, I, I just love you and I, I love that you're exploring new stuff. But I must say, I'm, I'm not probably going to follow you in this one. It doesn't feel, it just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that conversation. But he who never tries, never finds out. Yeah. I think the other part of this, to answer my own question a little bit too, is uh, all these um, examples we've been giving, there has been, um, uh, both parties have been involved in some way. So yes. you're not doing this just by yourself. You're talking about it afterward or you're doing it with your spouse. Um, it's, not a, it's not a solo function. Absolutely not. That's why, frankly, I love your, your foodie magazine sharing thing because it truly, truly has that aspect of, of couplehood in it. Mm-hmm. And it's the sh- – again, you know, 15th time. It's the sharing <laughs> that makes the difference, not whether the thing is successful or not. Yeah. You know, and I'd like to go to the other end of the spectrum, which is quite frankly, if you're the talker, if you're the one that's always doing the, the, the talking in your couple, then try speaking less and try developing better listening habits and see what happens. I mean, these are like experiments that you're running in your marriage. Yeah. And that could be a lot of fun. That I, 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 made, yep. I was going to say, I love the idea of thinking of it as a, like a marriage experiment. See what happens. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're lucky and, you, and you, you, you've worked your relationship in the good sense of it, then you're going to be together for quite a while. So <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> you don't, really. So, you know, you, running experiments in your own marriage is, is frankly fun, especially as it's shared. 
It's not, I'm doing this on my own, in my corner, and, and don't you bother me. It's not that at all, at all, at all. It's, hey, let's try this. <laughs> let's try that. And a spirit of adventure, um, exploration, if you will, within a relationship is a great way to keep it moving. And things in motion survive. Things that stagnate die. It's mm-hmm. just the way of, of life. So it's like the marriage shark. You got to keep it moving. Yes. You got to keep it moving. You do. You do. Um, are, are, do you have any other? I love, I love listening because I feel like listening skills are one of the uh, underappreciated skill sets that people have. Um, and I don't feel like it's mentioned and brought up enough. Uh, you know, when we talk mm-hmm. about communicating, for example, it's always what to say and how to get your message across. And, you know, we've obviously talked about listening skills, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's so um, under-mentioned, under-utilized. Well, it's underrated. Skills. Underrated, yes. It's, thank you. It, it's very underrated because, quite frankly, our culture rewards those who speak. Yes. The, and, <laughs> the, yeah, they really heads. do. Yeah. <laughs> Talking ads. And so the, the art of listening is less cultivated than it is in some other cultures. But what I've found is it's often the key to discovering who's there in your mate. Mm. In other words, to stop taking the superficial part that you – I don't mean by superficial, um, not valuable. I mean the, the, the layer that you already know. Let's, yeah. let's phrase it that way. Is if you start to listen with more intensity, more more – Mm, regard, you'll discover things about your mate that are underneath that surface that can be just downright thrilling. And that, I think that's part of the thing that, um, this can snowball this, this adding a little variety to your marriage by being, um, a little bit more extroverted or being a better listener. Uh, it will, uh, help you reach a new layer of interest in things that you may not have experienced before. Yes, because any time you expand yourself, your own horizons, your own depth, you automatically obligate your spouse to, in one way or another, react to that. Yeah. And so then there's, there's, like you say, there is a snowballing. There is an expansion, if you will. And the great part is you're in charge. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, like when you were a kid and, and the school teacher made you do something. You're in charge. You, you with your spouse can figure out, well, you know what? That was fun, and, and let's do more. Or you can figure out, well, that really kind of didn't work, so let's not do that anymore. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, again, it's an adventure. It's an experiment. And if you come at it with that mm, point of view, you'll find that, yes, indeedy, variety is the spice of marriage. Yeah. I, it's funny when we – going back to this food thing really quick. Uh, so Je- my wife, Jessica, Jess, um, she tore out a, a page from a magazine a couple weeks ago. as a, a polenta recipe and um, I don't make a lot of polenta and it, w- it wound up being like one of her new all-time favorite recipes. And, and you know, it was one of those things that if we weren't trying to find new different interesting things – uh, you know that would have never have happened. Like, and all of a sudden, there's this new dish that bringing joy uh, to us. And, anyways, so I that was one of those things where I feel like we grew a little bit through just something as silly as trying a new recipe. Um, and I also, when I think about this too, I think about uh, TV shows. And it's funny because you discover things. Uh, that may have been there all the time, 
Um, but it's uh, giving things a chance. And I, I know I've met tons of people, and I'm one of these people, where all of a sudden I'll discover some new show like Breaking Bad or something. I just want to tell everybody about it, about how amazing <laughs> it is. And uh, people are like, yeah, I watched that like four years ago. I'm glad you're finally, <laughs> I'm fi- glad you're finally getting around to it. Um, but I feel like that's one of those things that if you don't uh, push yourself to experience new things, you'll miss out on a lot of stuff. That are right. that's just really fantastic, right? And and within the context of marriage, you're missing out on an opportunity to share yet more "quote unquote" stuff mm-hmm. with your spouse that may indeed titillate and delight, and then you get appreciation from them, and then they get appreciation from you. And I mean, it it is definitely a a way to keep the love fresh and growing. Yeah, and you know, you you will sometimes hear uh, couples. Th- say things like, well, we just don't have anything, we don't have anything to talk about anymore. And, mm. uh, you know, it's a choice because you could. <laughs> of Absolutely. And that's rather sad considering the fact that we live in a fascinating universe with old and new stuff. In other words, you're breaking bad that you didn't know about whatever the old stuff as well as new stuff constantly coming up mm-hmm. that if we wish to, we can explore and play with and share with our mates. Yeah. That's my problem. I I like my my bucket list. I guess is just so freaking long <laughs> that I'm like, oh, I gotta I gotta stay healthy for a really long time because I got a lot of stuff to fulfill. Um, but uh, on that note, I uh, do you have anything else to add, or should I continue scratching things off my list here? You may scratch some stuff off your list. Thank you, Steve. So we will wrap this episode up. Thank you so much, Noelle. Um, Before you guys uh, hit the old pause button there on your fancy digital player, um, I want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is also the author of nine best-selling books. Her um, most recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Relationships. Uh, she also has a new business book out for the Kindle e-reader. Um, now remember, Kindle, uh, you can download a Kindle app onto all of your um, devices. So iPads, iPhones, Android devices. It doesn't have to be a Kindle player. Um, but it this is where you'll find her book. It's Make More Money by Making Your Employees Happy. Uh, again, uh, that is a business book. Um, but if you are in business, you oversee anybody check it out it's really amazing it's a it's a really fantastic read uh you can get uh more information from noelle at her website noellenelson.com uh she is on facebook noelle is on twitter at dr noelle nelson um i am on twitter i actually oversee the uh the hitched uh official hitched uh Twitter feed at Hitched Media, um, and we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Tumblr, all of them. So check it out, um, and uh, that's going to do it this week. So one last time, thank you so much, Noel. Thank you, Steve. Okay, take care, everybody.
Before you hit the pause button, you may have noticed we have a new intro and outro theme song there. It is from HB Surround Sound. It is called Top of the World, and it is on their latest album, Get Your Dance On. And you can find that in the iTunes store. Again, the album is Get Your Dance On, the artist HB Surround Sound, and the song Top of the World. Thanks for listening.